Welcome to the Food Freedom Habit Podcast, where you can find freedom from food crazies using nothing but your own brain. With me, Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach. Would you like permanent food and body peace without tracking one trigger or calorie? Whether you're dealing with overeating, binge eating, bulimia, food obsession, body hate, or the endless diet cycle, we do all this without delving into past trauma, starting yet another food plan, or monitoring every meal. Live a free life aligned with your health and values. If you're ready for something real, you're in the right place. All episodes are 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hello, this is Coach Lydia Knight, and we are ending eating disorders and freeing women from every cage. And freedom is being free from cruel thoughts. This place in between our two ears can be a battleground, can be so mean and awful and cruel And a lot of us really get used to having an internal dialogue that is just really mean, that constantly beats ourselves up, that tells us that we're not doing well enough, that rehashes all of the things that we've done wrong in the past, that tells us horrible things about ourselves, that insults us. And it's just this constant thing. Like if our thoughts, those cruel thoughts were played on a loudspeaker, like, we wouldn't have any friends because <laughs> like if we ever treated someone else the way that we treat ourselves internally then like we wouldn't have relationships or not good ones and so that freedom from those cruel thoughts one of our grads was celebrating this she's like man i used to be so cruel like really awful and cruel to myself inside my mind and i'm just not impacted by those thoughts anymore she's like they don't really come up much anymore because i really am kind to myself like it's a great place to be inside my mind but she's like you know every once in a while I'll have some cruel thought come up and it's just like a non-issue she's like I know it's not me it's not a big deal I let it go I'm not emotionally impacted at all like that's freedom and freedom from those cruel thoughts is a wonderful thing and freedom is going to work dinners if you want to. So one of our grads was celebrating that she travels a lot for work and they would have, you know, meetings during the day and be on site for things and then go out to work dinners. And going out to dinner with her colleagues was something that she would always, when she was had her eating disorder, you know, make an excuse for and, oh no, I can't do that and here's why, oh, I've got to finish up some work. Like she was constantly missing out because she was just worried about how she would eat if she let herself go out or have a drink or, you know, be with people and be at a restaurant. And she was just afraid of the decisions that she would make around food. And now she gets to go, she gets to say yes. She gets to be like, where are we going for dinner and go out for work dinners and be with with people and, you know, have those memories and those wonderful relationships built with her colleagues. So freedom is saying yes to work dinners. And freedom means that you shrink for no one. So a big thing that comes up when we struggle with food is actually this very ridiculous thought pattern that keeps us stuck, which is if I grow, if I better myself, if I'm a higher version of myself, then maybe I'll leave someone behind. Maybe I'll I'll overshadow someone. Maybe I'll make somebody feel bad. And so we keep ourselves, just look at the ridiculousness of this. We keep ourselves small and we hold ourselves back all in the name of, I don't wanna leave anyone behind. And what oftentimes people don't consider is who's on the other side of that. Like, 
When you grow, when you're a higher version of yourself, when you have a better life, who are you going to be joining that's growing along with you, that desires those same things? And how is your relationship with current people going to be different? Man, we have just seen like for the better. We've seen over and over these amazing women that come to us and they just draw that line in the sand and they say like, I need to get better, I need to grow, like I need to have a better life. And when they overcome that resistance of like, I don't wanna leave anyone behind, then they just get to embrace the higher versions of themselves and they not only find incredible people on the other side of that because they're, they're growing and they're attracting people that are growing as well and they get to have these higher level relationships with people, is all the people that they were worried about leaving behind they have way higher quality relationships and communication and joy and memories and interaction with because they're a higher version of themselves. <laughs> so they can enjoy the people around them on a whole new level. Like it's only wins for everyone. And so freedom is like not shrinking for anyone to really step into your power and your greatness unapologetically, knowing that it's not only a benefit to you, it's a benefit to everyone around you. And that is such a joy of freedom. And freedom is having meaning in the journey. If you look for something your whole life and you search and you search and you never find it, then it feels like it's been meaningless. And if you look for something your whole life and it pays off and you finally find it and you get to celebrate the thing that you've been seeking for, then it adds meaning to everything that has ever happened because it all led you here. And one thing that our grads love to celebrate is that there's so much meaning in the journey. Every failed diet, every awful thing that they have slogged through and suffered through, and although, of course, it's hard to feel all those ways, but there's meaning in the contrast of like, I'm so glad that that didn't work because it led me to what finally did. I'm so glad that I went through that because I learned so much and allowed me to come here and have the strength to show up for myself. Like there's just this beautiful meaning that gets to be shining through the whole journey because you finally made it. Like you're finally done, you're finally free. And having that meaning, not only in that journey, but in your, your lifetime is a really beautiful and rewarding thing. And freedom is getting to trust the process because the process needs to earn trust. And when we do a process over and over, like for instance, dieting that just teaches our body to gain weight and has us gain like all of it back plus some and makes us feel like a failure every time, we really lose confidence in the process. So one beautiful part of freedom is to have a process that is predictable that you can trust. And you can trust the process because the process has earned your trust. You show up, you do the work, and you see that it works. And then you get to apply those same principles to other areas in your life, and you see that that works. And you have this wonderful trust and support in the process where you see like, wow, I can show up and I know that this works and I can trust that if I do this, it will be a predictable result on the other side of it. And instead of having all of that sort of spinning energy of like, is this going to work? Is it not going to work? You just know that it works <laughs> because it's earned that knowing and then you get to apply it into all these areas of life. And it's really beautiful to be able to lean in and to trust because you finally found the thing that works. So it's a really wonderful part of freedom and applies to so many areas of life. And freedom is seeing all the body types, being able to see the reality of the world outside.
So here's how this works. Your brain has a mechanism called the reticular activating system or the RAS for short. And what it does is that it gathers evidence for what you believe and it has you really sort of blinded to evidence that would support things outside of what you believe. So a quick example of this is like, if you're looking for like a red Toyota Camry that you're gonna buy and you've been researching it online, then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, there's so many. There's so many people that drive those things. I see this car all over. And it's not because their car is out there more, it's because it's in your awareness and so your brain is actually picking up on that evidence. Now, a really awful part of having the struggle with food and body is that our reticular activating system gets hyper-focused on only the bodies that we are comparing ourselves to and only the bodies that we see as important, which is like an awful thing to say, but it's part of eating disorders, which is we see a higher value in thinner women, which is not okay, and that's a beautiful part of freedom. But when our brain is in this place, then you can go out to the store or to a theme park or to a city or wherever you're going. And it's going to feel like there are only thin people around you because your brain is just seeing those. And it's this really interesting process that our clients celebrate all the time of like, I can see everyone. Like I walk into a store and I see people of all different shapes and sizes and I feel calm and neutral about that. But your brain is actually seeing like variety and diversity as valid. And you're able to actually see and be present with people instead of being in this prison of comparison with everyone around you and only seeing the people that are thinner than you that you're comparing yourself to. So freedom is being able to see the reality of all the diversity of body types around you and to have that signal that your brain has really changed because it's seeing value and importance in many people instead of just one kind of shape of person. And that just is what the world needs and what we all need and a beautiful piece of freedom. And a really powerful part of freedom is to be able to advocate for yourself when it comes to your interactions with medical professionals. So that medical advocacy of knowing what serves you well and realizing that you hired this doctor or whoever you know the specialist is and being able to really see through what may be a cultural influence and to really see what is actually helping you and serving you. So for instance, something that comes up a lot with our clients is that if you are a woman who is not considered thin, and there's so much that we could dive into here, but just to keep it really simply, there are doctors that make more money if they can sell weight loss programs. And it's not so much about like what they're gonna help you do as doctors, but they're pushing like a weight loss program or their insurance will pay them more or pay out if they make sure to offer weight loss programs to everyone. So it's really the, the lobbying of the diet industry in the medical industry, which is not, not good for women and not good for the world. But to be able to see through that. So for instance, we have clients that if you go into a doctor's office and you are a woman who is not considered thin and you can be there for something that has nothing to do with your size or your weight, but 
the doctors are like, oh, hey, you came in here because your wrist hurts? How about a weight loss program? And instead of just being like, okay, someone in authority is just telling me that I need to take these diet pills or do this thing that's gonna sort of have a kickback for this office financially, to be able to advocate for themselves and be like, that has nothing to do with what I came here for. I didn't come here for a weight loss program. I came here because my wrist is hurt or I came here because I need help with whatever it is. And to be able to advocate for themselves because they're not always in this place of shame and defaulting to everyone else. Another example of this is there are a lot of women who do not get the healthcare that they need because medical professionals don't see past their size. So it's essentially, oh, hey, you're having these symptoms happening. Why don't you lose some weight first and then come back? As if weight loss is the magic pill for everything. When in fact, they're not getting the medical attention they need for things that are unrelated to their weight. And their weight is actually something that is keeping them back from having medical care and to be able to advocate for themselves and really show up and empowered and ready to say, hey, this is actually what I need. This is not about my weight. This is about me needing help with this particular thing because I'm here hiring you as my doctor to help me. Another example of this is being able to like call out when a medical professional is saying something that is very culturally influenced, but has nothing to do with, you know, them as a doctor. So we had a client that was talking about how, you know, she went to the doctor and she was mal malnourished because of, you know, some things that were happening and, you know, she used to have an eating disorder and, you know, all those things. And so she had lost weight and the doctor said, hey, isn't this great news? Like, yeah, being malnourished will take care of that. But the good news is, is that you lost weight because of it. And for her to be able to see that for what it is and advocate for herself and be like, actually, it's not good news. It's not good news that being malnourished has resulted in weight loss. That is a symptom of being malnourished. It's not good news. And to have that strength and that knowing to advocate for ourselves and our health and our bodies is a really important and beautiful part of freedom. Because when we feel so helpless and hopeless and we're just looking for, you know, the answer and defaulting to everyone else and not really thinking of our own knowing and our own what we need and advocating for what we really came here for, then on the side of freedom, we get to have all of that back or even for the first time of stepping confidently in front of anyone that we might perceive an authority and being able to advocate for ourselves and what we need. And that's a really beautiful element of freedom. Thanks for tuning in. If you felt a spark here and want to see how these principles can work in your own life, where you can book a free session with our team, we'll give you a call and together find clarity on three things. One, the exact cycle you keep getting sucked into. Two, what isn't working with your approach. And three, what's missing to close the gap between food prison and food freedom. We have helped free hundreds of women all over the world from their food struggles. These are proven principles that work, no matter how long you've been stuck. This is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, signing off. Mwah!